Trash. Trash. Hey gang, here is the bonus episode for The Boys Season 2 Breakdown with Jason Tyler Black. I hope you guys enjoy it. Alright, I'm not going to do any of the other stuff. Enjoy this ad-free, good time podcast of me and Jason Black doing a season finale of The Boys Season 2 on Amazon Prime. Here we go. Okay, so this is going to be the boys season two finale breakdown. We are going to be talking about the boys. So if you have not seen the last episode, it's been a few fucking weeks. Get out there and watch it. Come on. So there will be massive spoiler alerts uh, throughout the season. Uh, so we're back. Okay. Oh, so. <laughs> that's okay. Thank you for that. Uh, so. There will be spoiler alerts, so uh, if you don't want to uh, everything to be spoiled, or if you don't care, it's going to be fun either way. This show is fucking amazing. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I love it. It's the only show I was actually able to really watch over this whole pandemic. Yo, mighty mighty. Uh, so, <clears throat> some of the things that we kind of got to go over before we get into the season, I thought, well, one of the things was that Within this season, it was revealed that Compound V was given to uh, all the soups as as children and that they weren't some like, you know, special people. They were just lab rats. Right. Because in, in throughout the season, you see like uh, Starlight, she's she's kind of reeling from this information because, you know, like her parents lied to her her whole life. And, and well, they had her in this weird church like her whole life mm-hmm. where they, she was like some basically a god amongst them. You know, it's it was kind of odd. The the realism that would probably be of uh, if that was a real situation, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a huge blow to anyone's ego. And uh, yeah, so that was one of the things I wanted to put out before we got into the episode. So everybody keep that in mind. Uh, what else? Um, oh, that's something else. Uh, parallel. Oh, yeah, there was some weird parallels I thought that we'll get to as we go. There's some weird parallels to how we are functioning as a society. I think I feel like there's they were commenting a little social commentary was interweaved in this season as well. So here we go. Here is the first slide we got, and uh, that is the supervillain attack PSA, which was <laughs> so creepy. Like, uh, I, I don't know. What, what was your thoughts on this? I thought it was a great way to start this episode. I mean, it just shows the fakeness of Homelander. You know, he's he's just this face for this evil corporation, and we've seen some of the things that he's done, and then for him to be there and just shit-eating grin on his face and... Yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm the good guy. I'll be right there to take care of you. I'm Homelander. <laughs> Homelander. Yeah, I, I thought <sighs> this was great because they had some really interesting things that sort of uh you know don't it's they so like one of the interesting things I thought was like the pro gun sort of uh where the teacher had a gun 
And then they were sort of yeah. telling, they told the kids to impale uh, with the flagpole, like the, the fucking, the, 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 what was the acronym? What was the acronym? Law. That they, it was law. Law. I can't, what was, I can't remember what it said. Oh, it was. Lock, lock the doors. Basically, uh, I forget what they acronym was. On the floor was. and, and something else. It, it was some weird. Arm, and, arm, yes. arm yourself. Arm yourself and, and wait, and wait, 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 and wait, what? Yeah. Wait for help. So, so, so the teacher has a gun. The in this PSA, they're showing kids like you're supposed to stab or impale somebody with this uh, this device, and it's an insane opening. And I, I loved it. It just was a great way to start it up and to uh, you know get you into where they're at because where they're at in the series is that there are these um, there's these uh, super uh, the super villains right they they named the super them terrorists super, super ter- terrorists there you go super terrorists uh, who have been attacking but uh, the thing is that Homelander gave these people uh, the the compound V so Homelander they're manufactured it's manufactured so right. that they can be the heroes exactly because they're trying to sell compound V on a mass level which is mm. is part of a deeper conspiracy uh, with a, a, a new character to the season Stormfront but we'll get there uh, so then we got our next uh, let's see boom so we our next slide here <laughs> I love the slides by the way. Uh, so our next slide here is 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 uh, what's her name? The Congresswoman. Uh, I wrote it down. I keep forgetting her name. But Congresswoman, this person. Uh, yeah. What is her name? Gosh darn. It. Victoria Newman. So Congresswoman Victoria Newman. And this is oh, what is her name? Oh my God, I didn't write her name down. So this the other lady who's in this is part of the CIA and is also part of this uh, um, uh, uh, faction of the CIA that monitor superheroes and she has her own backstory and stuff but we won't go into backstories right now because that's not really it so they're talking to jim bieber who is a uh who is a, a statesman i can't remember what his place is but he's basically saying that vaught is giving the marching orders for the president that basically that vaught is running the show and that 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 they're they're telling the president what to do. And um, what, what what else were they saying? They were saying stuff about Compound V giving it to ICE, like you know the the yeah. They were gonna f- at first give it to all law enforcement, and then mm-hmm. ICE was the first on the list to deal with uh, what those guys deal with. And right, which ICE is is if anybody doesn't know is in America is the immigration. Um, the immigration unit that has been on pictures in IRL. You know, showing kids locked up in cages. They're separating parents from their children. There is a whole thing that everybody hates ICE. So, and and there are and they're already and they and they are also charged with uh, policing human trafficking too. Just so you know. Yeah, and so if you weren't aware, that's that's part of their uh, responsibilities as ICE. <laughs> so yeah, so lots of lots of lots of fun things that they're sort of referring to in IRL here. Uh, and they, of course, the super soldiers. And uh, the and this is kind of falling which is terrifying. That's right. terrifying. Holy moly. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also, so Stormfront, who is a new character on this season, is also planning she's sort of pushing this narrative to uh to to uh to give out compound v to all these people because she's trying to build a super race because uh, she's racist as shit she was a nazi it turns out that yeah. she's been alive for hundreds of years who knows how old she really is miss liberty or something what was her other <laughs> oh, name i can't remember liberty. what her, i get liberty I, 
I think that was it. Yeah, it was Liberty and 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 she just she so she has this master plan to give a master race the compound V and then everyone else they're sort of gonna eliminate and yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, lots of interesting stuff going on there, uh, and they were selling the compound V for five million dollars a pop. Which diverts from the actual comic because in the comics it costs billions to manufacture, so they kind of diverted there. But they were going to sell these these doses for about five million. Uh, the name Stormfront was a dead giveaway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so. Like, I mean, she had the force power. She had like the Emperor power with the yeah, was basically the dark force. Emperor ah! Palpatine. Yeah, bro. Yeah. There was somebody in the in. What was great about Stormfront is there's so many parallels between uh, Star Wars and like Darth Vader, even especially when oh, she's getting all burnt. chapped up. At yeah, the end. yeah, yeah, and um, and she, of course the the Palpatine lightning bolts and shit. So mm-hmm. they did a really good job at sort of um, at uh, you know showing a little homage to different you know, different stories and different. You know, creators and stuff. I, I loved it. There was there's lots of those in this in this episode as well, and throughout the season. Uh, let's see. So yeah, so they have this meeting here, and they're just talking about how basically uh, Vought runs the show, and they're trying to sway you know public opinion and in, in some what do you remember exactly what because there was more to this conversation. I, I remember seeing it this morning. I, I went just watched the fucking thing this morning. Ugh. Me too. I mean, basically, this guy was just being a pompous politician up there, tying his tie. Keep, he kept asking for his, I would not without my my tie clip, my flag pin. My, yeah, he my was flag all, pin. Right, he was just such a douche. And, and and what it showed was that he just didn't care. Really, he was just really looking. Mm-hmm. He they were even saying like, well, we have a way to make you bend to our needs. And 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 he was like, "What is me banging my my nanny at my kid's fucking birthday party? Go ahead, <laughs> I'll get a cushy job at Fox News. I'll be done with this madness, you know." So, it, yeah, please, which, please, please do that to me so that I can get a higher paying job in the private sector because the world is shit, and that's how it works. Which which <laughs> is how it works in real life. So here's a, one of those parallels that I loved. Where they're sort of making a, a you know, social commentary. So let's jump ahead to uh, here, here's Butcher and the boys are going over their plans, and of course their plans are to uh, kidnap Ryan uh, and and I think have they established that yet? Yeah, yeah, they have established that at this point where mm-hmm. they're gonna go get Ryan, which is Homelander's son, and they're making plans and they have this. Uh, wh- well, he's already made the deal, right? Butcher's already made the deal. That yeah. he's gonna he's well, gonna give them Ryan and he takes his wife basically right and and yeah exactly and and he actually was gonna end up betraying uh, uh, his wife and give mm-hmm. up Ryan to Vought and Vought was going to use Ryan as sort of a pawn to control Homelander because they're noticing now that Homelander is starting to sort of slip and he's starting to sort of go off script sort of starting to just do his own thing like he wants to uh, he and he's basically indestructible this right. guy like uh, which is great they're gonna have to deal with him yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and and yeah because and and there's a huge diversion of the storyline from the comic book 
and the TV show that happens in this series and in this episode, even. Uh, and we'll get there. We'll get there. So uh, they're they're trying what they were trying. They plan to. Um, they're trying to uh, they're trying to kill Stormfront with some uh, Vought made contraption and which ends up not really working out in the end for them. They uh, Stormfront. Well, no, they were they were just trying to that contraption was the lure Homelander. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah right, right. Yeah, but they were going to weren't they going to confront Stormfront too? Weren't they planning on going to confront Stormfront? Well, well they wanted her gone. Right. They, once she once she was gone. Then they distracted Homelander because they because they she flew over and they're like all right she's on the move, and then they turned on the super hearing thing that yeah. only Ryan and Homelander would be a were hearing. Okay, we'll get to that too. Okay, okay, so okay. so they're just planning their attack to go get yeah. Ryan because they they because because Butcher made a deal, and so he, this is Stormfront right here talking to Homelander, and th- and this scene was really good because she she kind of starts revealing what her real plans are, and and she's talking about um, you know she's talking about how uh they're talking about Carlos uh Carlos Esposito's character uh how how she what did she say she's like he's pretty smart for one of them you know, and then she starts sort of. Mm-hmm. Going into this uh, about the plan to distribute Compound V to uh, basically uh, uh, Hitler Youth, and and then he was just like, so what happens when it gets into the wrong people's hands? And and she's just like, oh well, we had a, a Frederick or Friedrich, the the Friedrich Vought, who started Vought Industries, who was a Nazi, which a great another parallel to reality because after World War Two. We brought a lot of Nazi scientists over in America to yeah. to do work and who, ma- who made a lot of bad decisions too for us. <laughs> the, the way we spray pesticides on fields and everything all came from yeah. Nazi technology. Yeah, Nazi technology. Yeah, because what was it? It was like it's the pesticides, but also it was the way that they were able to. That's a key component in like a bomb or something, right? Wasn't that? Yeah, there's like the the there's the, the ammonium nitrate or whatever it is. There there's yeah, because because the dude won. He the guy who invented that in real life. He also he won a Pulitzer Prize, but then also was a war criminal because of this certain uh, substance that ended up we use for pesticides. I'm sorry, I'm ruining all of that because I don't. It was have... early chemical warfare, though. Mm-hmm. I know that. Yeah, exactly. Basically, just spraying this on people, and then they die later. So she's so here. She's just she's really she's letting. Uh, Homelander know how she feels and and Homelander seems to sort of just brush this shit off like he's just like oh well whatever and I think it points to how Homelander just really wants a human connection or a connection right like he just wants some sort of love because he'll overlook this insane plan that this that this that stormfront has and you know i don't think he right. feels the same either right well, like that, that was the that was the relationship he had with elizabeth shoes character right mm-hmm. the the previous his previous mommy <laughs> character that was in his life that he was drinking her breast milk and 
that was the weirdest possible thing in the world at the time when you saw it. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's trying to fulfill this, like you said, this human connection that he's finding with this other superhero. And they've been having superhero sex all over the city. And <laughs> Which was awesome. Get- Those are great scenes. <laughs> it was a great scene. Yeah. They're just like busting <laughs> shit up, banging and stuff. It's like exactly how you would imagine two superheroes banging, right? It's like he's, like, break- he's like burning her a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and she's like electrocuting him a little bit. And they're like, yeah. I'm into this. <laughs> they they love it. They love it. All right. So this is this is this is Carlos Esposito, and his name is Stan Egger in there. I love Carlos Esposito, by the way. He fuck it. I loved him in Breaking Bad. Um, like he's just such a good villain. He just has that dark, you know, like that dark essence. Yeah. He's able to tap that so well. He's just such a great actor. Fucking fantastic. Uh, he, so this is the scene where they're sort of making the, the, the deal butcher and him are, are, are starting to talk about, uh, Ah, okay. Yeah. I kind of, maybe I have this out of order, but they, they, they talk about, they're also talking about, which is fun because they, he's in this scene, they're talking about how, how can you as, as a black man have, have stormfront as you know this this main character in your guys's narrative and and have her running the show and and he just you know he says is like well i don't like her but this is just business and he's just like you know it's business bitch and when has it never been about business yeah and and then of course this is where he's talking about betraying his wife and and giving over the kid and stuff so uh yeah and basically carlos esposito gives up homelander's location where ryan is to get ryan to use ryan as a pawn to control homelander uh yeah so it's uh it's a great scene i love this dude he's just such a he's just great he's just a great actor and uh he's just so good at being bad he's a bad guy he's such a bad guy uh so okay that's all right where are we at now all right, so now let's smash to um, uh, let's see, let's see, see. What is that? Oh yeah, okay. So I did. I yeah, we already talked about this. Yeah, where I'm sorry, I'm going over my notes because I made notes. Uh, so yeah, cut to Starlight and Huey, uh, who are on their way to recruit Queen Maeve because Starlight had this idea that she needed someone else to testify with her. In Congress, because at this point in the series, Starlight is is a traitor, and she's she's they they're calling her a criminal, and they they basically excommunicated her from the the seven, and she's on the run, and so Queen Maeve is um, they're going to, to talk to Queen Maeve to try to get her to uh, testify with her and work against Vought, and uh, let's see uh, they. They also kind of reveal why uh, why uh, why Huey is so into Billy Joel, you know, in these car rides too, you know, because they they're in the car a couple times in this area, and they reveal how Huey lost his mom. Huey's mom's not dead, but she's like, why do you always have to listen to? Because what are they listening to? Oh, only the good die young, which I hate that fucking song. I fucking I just can't say only the good die young. I used to have to play it in a band. Fucking hate that song. I fucking hate it. it. It's. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not Bruce Springsteen. It's Billy Joel, huh? Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's Billy Joel, <laughs> oh. uh, the piano man himself. 
So he talks about how his mom walked out on him as a child and sort of he's sort of frozen in time. And, and that's why he always goes and helps Stormfront or uh, Starlight. He, he went and saved her from the tower. And it, he's just sort of it, it just is a great way of showing a little bit more of the character and where he comes from and how he's sort of frozen in this moment of his mom walking out on his family at a young age. And uh, nice little, nice little backstory. Um, let me see. Yeah, um, I gotta check the notes because I am such a burnout. I can't fucking. Um, oh yeah. So also, here's a fun fact about um, about Huey, because Huey was originally drawn like Simon Pegg. Uh, in the comic book series, he apparently Simon Pegg was the original. Uh, 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 uh the original uh um uh, he he was the framework for this character the person who drew him was like i see simon pegg and so simon pegg by the time they made the show simon pegg was too old to be huey so simon pegg ended up playing huey's dad in the first season so that's just a little fun fact there for y'all uh factoids yeah yeah we like those right we like the little factoids so moving on to, uh, they finally get to Queen Maeve's after after all this. Queen Maeve calls him a twink, which is hilarious. <laughs> and she really rides that through too. Yeah, like, she really rides the twink all the way <laughs> all the way to the end there. It it, it was really funny too how she, uh, I mean, because she just gave like zero fucks about him. And he he goes to shake her hand, and she just looks at him, and she's drinking and smoking. And even at the beginning of this, they're kind of showing of this scene. They kind of pan across the room, and there's like bongs everywhere, and she's being. <laughs> and, and the problem is that she's right now is sort of being oppressed because she has to sort of hide her identity as a lesbian who's in a in a lesbian relationship with her her girlfriend, who every time that in the past that she's had a relationship with somebody. Homelander gets jealous and, and murders them. So it's oh. yeah. So there you go. yeah, you probably want to keep that to yourself. Yeah. So so it, it kind of got out, and even in the series, they sort of uh, they kind of exploit it with Queen Maeve because right because they 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 kind of make her like oh I'm a lesbian and I'm you know like because they because throughout the whole yeah series, they use it they use it for social justice and they get more likes and everything right. basically they're like oh we can exploit this and get more outreach for our Vought at this point, you know? Right, and and that's why they brought on Stormfront, because Stormfront, when you first see her, she's like this SJW, social justice warrior, who has, you know, a big following on Instagram or whatever, and she's always talking about injustices, and she's a woman, and embracing womanhood, and as the, as the season sort of progresses, you see how, like, this is all just a Stormfront, thank you, Plastics, that you see how <laughs> this is a front to uh to to you know to to capture uh, a large audience and i love that parallel of of the irl of how people will use that position they'll use that to their advantage to sort of gain you know social points or, or social you know um yeah, what what the, you know you know what I'm talking about when people are online and yeah and there's more uh, more likes more shares yeah. more comments more exactly. views more you know? clicks more clicks more and, clicks more yeah. dopamine yeah so so people will sort of use this even if they don't 
uh, actually believe in what they're saying. They'll just sort of do it to get social brownie points and look like, hey, look at me. It's virtue signaling, Thank right? you, Isn't virtue. That what it's called? That's what they're calling it. It's virtue signaling. But she was doing it on like such a crazy level, at like a Nazi level. So yeah, you you gotta love her. Uh, no, you don't. You don't have to love her. That was that was not the right thing to say. Just you gotta love the Nazi. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Uh, she gives a big speech in this scene about how that she just has to go along with Homelander, and and again she's murdered all of her friends in the past, or or boyfriend, or or lovers, and um, she's just over it. And and you see her as this defeated woman who's just going along with things, and uh, not you know just like fuck it, whatever happens happens. Um, yeah. So this sort of runs parallel with the book. Uh, it, it definitely. In the book, she is this person. You know, she is this. Uh, she's this broken alcoholic who's just sort of going, going along with it because that's because what else is she gonna do? It's fruitless to fight against it. And eventually, she kicks them out and was like, "Get the fuck out of my house and take your twink with you or whatever." She said, "Hey, <laughs> twink, twink, twink." She's like, "Twinkity, twink, 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 twink." Uh, she said it. Lots. Scrubler, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. Hello, hello. We are just doing the boys season two finale breakdown. And uh we are right we, we are just talking about how uh the the book and and the TV show diverge, but sometimes they keep things and, and Maeve is one of them. Uh Maeve is one of those storylines that sort of line up with the TV show. All right, so then they get kicked out and then they sort of smash to uh butcher's wife who who makes this daring escape out of um out of the 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 cabin that they're sort of being held at or locked they're basically imprisoned her and ryan were in prison and during the season they show there's a scene where stormfront and homelander are just like we're over you and they just grab the boy and they just fly away and he just shows the mom like ah so she's goes into mom mode she breaks out of the cabin and she she gets away. And so Butcher and her had made some plans previously to get Ryan and and and, and reunite, even though Butcher was planning on betraying her. But he told her, it's like, I'm living in the bottom of some pawn shop, you know, so in Flatbush. <laughs> and so she escapes and she goes to every pawn shop in East Flatbush in New York City and uh She's just uh, trying to find him, and of course she finds him. And uh, she's a hot mess. She's a hot mess. She's a hot mess. She's dirty, uh, and she tells him how he took uh, uh, Ryan and, and Butcher. But Butcher is, of course, not sold on Ryan. But uh, he does eventually get on board. But that's later in the show. Uh, she emphasizes how much Ryan can't be like Homelander because. Homelander is obviously is, is is I love the character art. I love how they're sort of painting this picture of of this guy who who is a sociopath and and on some level I mean he is sort of this god amongst men, you know? Like he doesn't really have to listen or or be loyal to any nation, right? Like he can just sort of I mean, he could murder everybody. I mean, and I love that scene. You remember the scene where he flies in and like uh, Stormfront is memeing him. Remember, he's memed, oh, and, yeah. and and his po- and public opinion starting to falter. 
and he shows up at that rally with uh, um, uh, with the the congresswoman. Uh, and he Newman. starts he starts to freak out a little bit. He's like, right. "I'm gonna fix this." Right, and everybody's like, "The Boo. power of Homelander!" Yeah, mm. everybody boos him, and then and then they show him just like lasering down. Like it was such an awesome scene. He just like cuts down like half the crowd with his eyes. And, and and then that ends up being some like crazy fantasy because it, it wasn't real, <laughs> but it was such a good scene because it's definitely showing this arc of this guy who, in the first place, who is kind of a, a, a piece of shit in the first place. Uh, he, he he's slowly but surely sort of moving into the ideas like I don't need to listen to anybody. I don't need to be loyal to Vought. I don't need to be loyal to U.S. I can just be me, and I love. And of course, the end scene of this episode is. is well, let's not go to there. Yeah, yet, yeah, we won't I mean, get there yet. So, won't so get there yet. They reconnect, and I, I like this sort of this this reunion because Butcher takes her down into the basement, and he meets sort of the boys, and they're all like, mm. it, it like Frenchie is all like, he's told us all about you, and you know everybody's all like, yay, it's you, which was really. Uh, <laughs> Here's the sandwich, just the way you like it, and the drink that you enjoy. We yeah. know everything about you, right? Which was, which I thought was really funny. Um, I thought that was a really funny touch that they these guys were these cold blooded killers who were just so like happy to have this his wife back. It was just it was just a fun little little thing to show a little bit more of, of the characters. Um, let's see, where did I did I skip some? Oh no. So then we are over at Stan Egger, and he is with uh, 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 what's his name, Adanda, uh, Alistair Adanda, who is the head of the Church of the Collective, which is an obvious parody of Church of the Collective. What do you mean, the Scientologists? Yeah, I don't know. yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. It was, yeah. like, it was an actual. Yeah. It's a parody yeah, of yeah. Scientology. Yeah, because so, Scientology always recruits celebrities and right, right. as they're like Tom Cruise, John Travolta, right, exactly. Beck, Beck, Steve Miller. Which Beck, I was just like, when I found out that Beck was a Scientologist, I was like, really, Beck? But it's so funny. You know how- who else was a Scientologist? Robert Hunter. Oh, from the, that wrote from the dead. That wrote the songs. That wrote the songs with Jerry Garcia. Whoa. Yeah. That, see, like he 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 went on later after most of those songs were written, but I think that he ended up jumping on board. That is that is so funny to me that he's, like Chick Corea too. Like I fucking love Chick Corea. Like like Return to Forever and uh, what's the name of that album? Because it, it's Chick Corea and Return to Forever, but it's the uh, it's his like it's his album, the one mm. a light as a feather. And I mean, I love that album. I love his playing. I love like I just if I could play like Chick Corea, I mean, I would just be so happy and all my problems would go away. Uh, maybe but, it's because he's a Scientologist that he plays like that. Exactly. See, maybe they know something we don't. I mean, look at Tom yeah. Cruise. Look at how positive that dude is. Look at how proactive that dude is. Look at how successful and how how focused that guy is. I mean, if something is able to do that for you, I mean, is that really a bad thing? I mean, it's only when I don't you, think so. It's only when you start becoming, you know, you start talking bad about the churches when they start doing those crazy things, you know, like fucking mm. locking you up and, you know, spreading disinformation things. And it's great. It's great. It's a great parallel. And also Fresco. What the fuck was Fresco all about? Why was there so much? I haven't figured this out yet, but like I was going to go to the store this morning 
and buy a Fresca just so I could pop it out during this time frame. But uh, it was so much effort, though. I, I didn't do it, Mike. But let me p- hold on. Yeah. Fresca? <laughs> we're just, we're just going to pretend like this is Fresca here. Mm. Yeah. In my old uh, Budwe- Budweiser plastic cup because I'm so classy. Classy as fuck. Uh, that's what they say when they think of me. <laughs> that's true. I know I did the first time I met you. Uh, this guy's classy. This dude is classy. <laughs> this dude just farted right next to me and didn't say shit about it. This dude is all class. For like three hours, for three hours of playing music, I just fart next to you, Mike. <laughs> hey man, listen, I'm not holding. I'm not holding that in on stage. It's cumbersome. <laughs> You get the body moving around and stuff. It, it's gonna do stuff. You it's know? gonna do stuff. It is gonna do stuff. Okay. So, so uh, in this in this seed, uh, Stan Edgar and uh, Alistair Adana are are talking about. Um, they're basically talking about. They're making a deal, which is basically them saying, "I have something on you. You have something on me." Let's fucking let's make a deal, right? Because he's trying to get uh, a train who has been um, excommunicated from the seven because Stormfront has beca- have gotten has gained so much power that she's able to dictate this, and she's super racist. So a train is off the team, off the seven, and 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 so was uh, the deep. But the deep was was kicked off the team last season because he was sexually inappropriate with starlight and it came out that he was just a piece of shit and he was like he and you know he's just this lost person which i love how they paint him like that as this lost person just i love the the, the scene where he's tripping with his gills though you know yes. what i mean where they, he's tripping balls and his gills are talking to him <laughs> yes. he's like ah! <laughs> yeah man it, it, yeah this the guy is- totally looks like stifler's brother too don't he the guy who plays the deep he does. It's like Stifler. It's Stifler's brother. <laughs> Stifler's brother. This motherfucker. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's see. Uh, they call each other out. The church is running. Oh yeah. So the church is running all these money scams. They're they're like the Church of Scientology. They're just taking people's money, giving them stupid alien information. Like that's reality and and they're supposed to just buy it and they're also just they're just they're it's beyond taking advantage of people it is it is them talking about um you know actually taking money stealing money they have shady business practices and then the church has dirt on vaught's heroes because what ends up happening when they come on board to the church of the collective they like scientology they have to give up their deepest and darkest secrets and then scientology uses that against celebrities who who break away from the church and talk shit so as does the church of the collective they collect information so they have lots of you know so they could destroy people's careers if they had to and so uh yeah so they 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 both agree that it's all about the business and fuck it and so what the the deep makes it back on the team he ends up getting back onto the seven very shortly but he ends up getting back on there he doesn't Uh, know yet though right no no not at this point and then uh let's see stan reveals that he just wants a good team but a train is off because of the racism from stormfront so that's basically they're like we'll take the deep back and uh and and but a train you know is done 
because <laughs> Stormfront's racist, and A-Train happens to be over... He was listening. He was in another room, and he ended up... He ended, they ended up revealing that he um, he was there all the time. And, of course, they never pay off Fresca. They just never do. It's just... They're always... They just... <laughs> they don't really address it, do they? They just... I mean, at the end... They just keep showing it. They're yeah. like, Fresca? Yeah. It's just like this weird drink that they have. I don't know what... I don't know if there's anything other than maybe it's a product placement that they were just like, fuck it, let's make it some weird thing. LaCroix? <laughs> LaCroix. <laughs> Did I say it wrong? I don't even know how to say it. It's LaCroix, bro. LaCroix. LaCroix? LaCroix, which is not even... LaCroix? LaCroix. LaCroix? Well, some would call it LaCroix. LaCroix. <laughs> What it tastes like. You know what? I love LaCroix. You love LaCroix is what you love. I do. You know, I fucking, I actually buy the Kroger brand, Kroger brand of, of the, the pink one, the, the grapefruit. Oh, that's I, not bad though. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it, I just can't handle just, it's pop, man. It's, pop is just, soda is just too much sugar, man. I just can't do it. Can't do yeah. it. Yeah. Anyways, so let's head over to... Uh, so then they jump cut to Huey and Starlight back in the car. Mm-hmm. And here comes fucking A-Train. Uh, just pops nowhere. Up. Yeah, he just pops up out of the back seat like, Hey, Bubble. Yeah, Bubble Water is the bomb. I love it. I love it. So he, these guys are... <laughs> A-Train just pops up out of nowhere. And of course, Starlight is horrified. and 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 But, but A-Train brings the good news that... Uh, they pull over and they get out of the car and they and they bring the good news that that he he stole the evidence that the, that they were looking for because they needed a way to sort of discredit Stormfront or a way to take her down because she was really- They didn't show him stealing that from the church, did they? No, but they, he just he just shows up with it. Right, yeah. And and well they, they kind of address it later on in the episode when uh Alistair is talking to A Train and the deep and when he's notifying that the the A train is back on, but the deep is not. That's right. Um, they kind of he kind of alludes. It's like uh, no one. There was no. There was no one on the security footage. Was there A train? And so, yeah. So they do sort of refer. You know, they they make an allusion. Uh, they allude to it, but it was never shown. Uh, and what I liked about this was that they. Um, they show Huey sort of wincing and flinching um, in this interaction because Huey in the first season had a horrible situation where A-Train ran through his wife or his girlfriend. Blew her up. He blew her up because he was running so fast that he was so high on, I think it was Compound V, right? He was just like all juiced up on V or something. And and he, the, the scene is awful because like he's just sitting there talking to his girl and all of a sudden she explodes and she's he's just holding her hands and he's just sitting there like holding their mm-hmm. hands that they're all just hands and the rest is doesn't a train stop for a second he does he does he stops. he's like oh shit <laughs> yeah, yeah sorry oh yeah yeah he, he gives zero fucks which i love that i mean like all these superheroes just all exhibit like so much apathy towards humans and humanity they're yeah. just but somehow they're they're still slaves to them which is very interesting uh juxtaposition that they're sort of painting out here uh so then we are so they receive the files that that Stormfront is a Nazi, a former Nazi, 
and that she i don't know if he reveals what her plans are but they're just like oh shit we can destroy her this is awesome and so a train does it because he was pissed off and was trying to destroy stormfront and this was his way to destroy her and to get back onto the seven which does end mission accomplished right and he did that (laughs) and so i love i love i love all of this so okay (laughs) So then, then we cut to. He's got to buy back Prince's guitar, though. He's got to get that money so he can get Prince's guitar back. <laughs> purple rain, purple stain. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that, that's dope. I love that they, they had that little detail. So anyway, here's here's Ryan, and they're at Planet Vought, which is basically Planet Hollywood. They're just, but it's all about the superheroes. And when Homelander walks in with Ryan and Stormfront, they immediately start getting swarmed. And, and 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 Ryan freaks out because he's been in isolation his whole life with just him and his mom, and he's never really been outside into the real world. So he's got super hearing. He's got super hearing right. and super senses. So it's overload, you know. Right, right. And so he starts to sort of freak out, and and Homelander notices it, which I really love. I really like that they showed how Homelander sort of had this soft side to him that he wasn't just this, you know, this fucking sociopath. He, he that he, he, cause he really does love his son. He really does. But, yeah. but it's funny in the end, it's funny what <laughs> happens in the end because, you know, but we'll get there. Uh, uh, so yeah, he, they, they fly off and they go back to the cabin and, um, let me see. So yeah, then then we see this sort of sweet interaction where he's like, "I love you, son," and you know he's just he really cares and it shows this softer side of him. And you can uh, stop saying the the country, the states of America in alphabetical order. Right. Let's talk. Let's talk. Right. <laughs> You're safe with me, and I'll always be there for you. And it's like you know. Then very- Stormfront Stormfront comes in on it and gets all creepy with him. Oh my! She's God. got a very creep. She's so creepy. She is creepy. Um, but this is where we discussed uh, her the the white genocide, wasn't it? In the cabin, she explained to Ryan that people want to hurt people like us. Yes, yes. So this happens outside the cabin, but I'm wondering why the what the hell happened to my other slides? Hold on, I feel like half my slides didn't show up. Do you? Have, there should be like 50 slides. Which we're only on eighteen. God, we need. To- I only have. I only have twenty. God damn it! All right, hold on. I might have to ditch the slides. Oh, that bums me out. I did so. I I did so much work today. I did so much work today that I know that it was. The, I did so much work. It's more than twenty. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, and so in here. They're all in here. That's crazy. So they're all in my phone, but they're not on here. Let me reset. Let me just see. We're at 18. Oh my God. What in the fuck? Why aren't they showing up? This is bumming me out, man. I did all. The, oh, here he goes. We got, we got some background music while Mike figures out his tech.
right. Well, we're just going to have... Thank you very much. Uh, give, give him a round of applause for that. There you go. <laughs> they love it. They love it. They love it. Okay, so our slideshow is... Oh, God damn it. That makes me so mad. Great playing, Jason. Mighty Mighty liked it. So this will be our last slide, and then and then we're just going to have to talk uh, talk about it. God darn it. That really makes me upset. I really, really put a lot of time into this. I put all morning into this. This is how sad of a day I had. Uh, uh, okay, so... Uh, let's see. So here's here's again. We're kind of touching back on this meeting that happened between Butcher and and, and Stan Egger, and they're t just talking about what they're going to do and, and the plan. Stan Egger is going to give up Homelander's location so he can go kidnap Ryan and then have uh, a way of controlling the uh, the Homelander. And also with doing that, he is going to get his wife back and get protection and, and be and, 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 and have his wife back. And he's going to sell out his wife to get, uh, to just be happy, I guess, but that's not going to be what happens. And so he wants his wife back. That's, he just all wants he, his wife. that's all he thinks he wants, you know, that's all he thinks he wants. And so there is no more. <laughs> that's so bummer. That is such a bummer, man. I can't believe how big of a shit show. And you only have 20. You said, yeah, I have 20 on this slide. So I'm wondering if it's just at a certain point, it just says, screw you. You don't get to have that many. Probably. <laughs> it's like you don't get to share that many. With well, you. slide 19 says 15 on it. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Well, this is that's because I was screen. I was screenshotting it from. Uh, oh, OK. From Charlie from Emergency Awesome, which I, I did a lot of. Well, he helped with a lot of this background stuff. You guys should definitely go check out Emergency Awesome. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing YouTube channel that does a lot of these breakdowns and stuff. I know. I wish I would have hung my green sheet behind me because then I could be floating into the sweet waves with you. Well, you'd be in the space matrix, but that's okay. We didn't talk about it, and I appreciate all the work you're doing already. So thank you for hanging <laughs> in there. So we're going to switch back to here, and we'll just be talking about it now. Uh, it's just so much fun when there's like a, a slide to look at. So let's just blast through this then. Uh, so then let's see, where were we? Um, yeah. So, uh, hold on. Did I go forward? Hold on. Oh yeah. So Ryan, we're at the cabin, I thought, right, right, right. We're at the cabin. Homelander flies Ryan back to the cabin and you have a sweet interaction and then butcher <laughs> talks. He does that. So, um, a little divergent from the comic books in the way that they control Homelander. Uh, one of the ways that they control Homelander in the comic books is that they have Black Noir. And Black Noir, at the end of it, uh, in the comics, there's this huge divergent at this point because uh, it, they also go and they lose... Because um, uh, Black Noir ends up getting killed. But also, mm. Black Noir in the comic books is a Homelander clone and he was created to sort of keep Homelander uh, uh, in check and at and towards the end of the book or at, at Homeland Black Noir actually kills Homelander when Homelander is going to storm the White House and just take over because he was like why am I listening to these turds oh look at that shit popped in oh yes it popped back in 
Okay, so we're that, gonna. That's a, is that the name of your sex tape, Mike? It popped back in, baby. So, okay, we're back. We're back with the screen show. Yeah, yeah. All right, so here we are at the cabin and Stormfront. This is the scene that I fucking thought was awesome, uh, where where it shows Stormfront talking about her big plan and 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 well, trying to convince this little boy who has no hate in his heart. And he's like, because because they're trying to train Ryan. Uh, to use his superpowers and what it was so funny because they used the deep that they use the action figure of the deep and there's like so so he's like it always helps me to uh, uh to picture someone i hate and and ryan's like well i don't hate anybody and then stormfront here's where she sort of does this like motherly i mean she does it in the sweetest most racist way it's like there is there's a war <clears throat> happening and it's called white genocide <laughs> and the funny thing is that throughout this whole thing, I, I mentioned it earlier, but Homelander sort of he 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 sort of overlooks these things, right? Because even in this next scene, after she gets on talking to Brian and trying to sort of convince him, it shows Homelander just being like, "Okay, and then let's get back to work. <laughs> let's just get right." <laughs> he just blows right by it, and it's so fucking funny. Well, it's not funny, but it, it's it, it's hilarious. In the fact that he's just sitting there like, hmm, okay. And, you know, he doesn't really believe that, uh, but he's just like, wants, he just wants to be loved. And so this is what's happening. And so in that same sentiment, she goes from this motherly Aryan youth speech to fuck. <laughs> because because uh, it all comes out that she is a Nazi. And so we sort of flashed to NNC, which is, by the way, Stormfront Nazi Pictures League. The boys, they release the pictures into the, uh, to the press, and it becomes known that Stormfront is this Nazi, and she's, it, she's basically, her career is over. And so she freaks out, and she's, she's, it's just not a good scene uh, in her head. I mean, it's a good scene on the on. On the show but not for her it's a bad scene for her. um let me see uh, let me make sure that i'm getting everything here uh um, they're, they're showing up for me now too i'm getting all of them good 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 uh yeah uh, uh gets the call she starts cussing uh, she starts getting memed, which is very funny because it's sort of like the opposite of what happened because she was memeing um uh homelander at the beginning and now she is she she's getting memed. So what she was doing ended up coming back to bite her in the butt, which is very funny when you think about some of these journalists who uh, who who are like these social justice warrior journalists. Which I didn't know that journalism and the media was supposed to be making comments like this, but <laughs> but that's what we're at now. But it's kind of funny how some of these journalists will kind of get um, they'll get it'll come back to bite them in the ass they're not so because they're never going to be woke enough right you're never going to be woke enough and eventually it's going to come back and eat you this whole this idea of being ultra woke and so this i like i like sort of that parallel where it sort of came back to bite her in the ass her past which a lot of people that's what happens you know like they tout like blm and uh you know and they do all the virtue signaling and then they made one post you know, ten years ago, where they had blackface, and now their career's over, and and that's <laughs> that's extreme, and so is this, of course. But I do love these sort of parallels that they have in the show, and uh, this is one of them. And so here's Stormfront with her pal Adolf Hitler, 
And so here we go. So she ends up getting mean, which is really funny, actually. This car, this little, like, this little, um, this little uh, kids are singing this. And it's like, she's watching this on her phone. And it's like this little nursery rhyme where she should be run her over with a car. And by the way, that car is from the show Supernatural, which I've never seen in my life. But the, uh, some of the creators behind the sh- behind the boys uh, are the same creators behind Supernatural, and so they were sort of stuffing all these little Supernatural references. Also, uh, one of the stars from Supernatural, Jansen Eccles or Ackles, is uh, he bought that car from Supernatural, and Jansen will also be brought onto the show to be playing Soldier Boy. Who is uh, who is going to be on season three of the boys? Uh, all right, you all right, bud? Are you holding in there? I'm good. I'm good. I just need to. I know. Put a I know something this, else under my butt. You know, like I only expected us to talk about the election and, and D Rock for like an hour, <laughs> and then and then we would just blow through this, and then we'd be done. <laughs> But there's no way there's no way we could have only spent an hour on what's going on. I know. I know. But in my fucking head, I'm like, yeah, this is what's happening. Uh, So uh, let's see. So, um, yeah. So Stormfront's fucked and she she she's realizing it. Uh, And uh, so, yeah, Jason Eccles, Soldier Boy will be on next season. And he's also from Supernatural. So the boys set off the ultrasonic. So the plan, they're putting their plan into action and they're setting off that ultras, the Vought made ultrasonic things that only affect uh, uh, Homelander and Ryan because of their super hearing. Sure looked like some Sony Bluetooth speakers to me, but, <laughs> they did. you know. Yeah, they were just like, peel that Sony off there and put Vought on there and we're good. Yeah, it, so it was all just a ploy to get uh to to lure Homelander away from the cabin long enough for them to get in there and, and grab uh Ryan and uh, and make make off with them and so they which ended up happening and they ended up getting Ryan but that plan gets foiled and we'll get there but what I loved was the scene when because the plan was is that uh, Butcher was going to get the boy and drop the phone. There was a cell phone they were going to drop, and they were going to track the location to the cabin so then Vought could come in and get the boy, and, and it all would be fine, and their deal would be done. Butcher changes plans middle of the of the plan as they're putting the plan into action, changes plans, and they divert to... Uh, uh, he wants to keep the boy and the mom together. So he he betrays his deal with uh, with Stan Egger, and he is uh, trying to save both his wife and the the boy and Ryan. So so these guys come in looking for Ryan, and uh, you know a Homelander gets lured out. He destroys the ultrasonic devices, flies back home to the cabin just to find these dudes in there and they're and like did someone say butcher and then and then they and then someone on the radio was like do you have the boy and homelander in a perfect like he's just whoever playing whatever his name is are you taking off lovely lace are you saying hi (laughs) oh he's just saying hi hey lovely thanks for thanks for being here still i i know we're still we're today is a long one but um yeah so they uh 
Homelander proceeds to cut, cut these motherfuckers down. He lasers someone's head in half, and that's that's not the greatest image in the world, but, you know, gonna dip. No problem, lovely. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. You have a wonderful day. Uh, okay, and so Homelander just just rips all these people apart. They don't really show the whole thing. And then so here's where Butcher is trying to get the boy out, Ryan and, and the mom, trying to get them to safety. And Stormfront, here it comes. What's this show again? <laughs> it's The Boys. Uh, it's on It's on Amazon Prime uh, if you wanted to watch it. Uh, it's, it's a superhero show. It's just, uh, it's just a superhero show. We're just nerding out over here because we both like it. And anyway, so here they are trying to get away with the boy. And, uh, and, and Stormfront jumps in and, of course, foils the plan uh let's see uh, so she's already taken off this is how they got in right they were like oh there she goes and then uh well she was coming back to sort of regroup after all is falling apart and she sort of comes upon these guys as they're getting away with ryan uh, and stormfront shows up uh, stormfront reveals more of her plans talking about what's truth if they believe everything i say and of course, wait, is this before or after? Oh my god, did I get things mixed up? I don't remember. But she's I think that was before. Yeah, I think she's pissed. Right. Yeah, she's pissed. And so there's an awesome scene here where they confront Stormfront and 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 Ki- Kimiko, Kimiko, who is the Asian uh super she's a super who is part of the boys. And earlier in the season, she ended up, you know, having to her brother made an appearance and he ended up getting killed. And um, so she had a little character arc in this season too, but uh, so she goes at it. And one of the fun things that they show about the compound V in this is that she gets her neck sort of twisted all around and she's able to sort of heal. And what's sort of revealed with this is that compound V has the capabilities of healing, but also has the capabilities of, of bringing supers back to life from the dead. And, and it sort of brings them back as zombies, sort of like mindless zombies. And they sort of allude to Black Noir being one of those. Um, and and uh, so uh, Kamiko and Stormfront fight. And then meanwhile, Starlight and uh, Starlight and Queen Maeve are, do team up. And Queen Maeve ends up, uh, ends up helping Starlight kill black noir because black noir has been on the case the whole time trying to track her down and now that she's uh she's in the in the tower uh queen mave knows that black noir has a peanut allergy or a nut allergy right and then they end up giving him an almond joy so it was really funny it's like this diverges from the comic uh, for sure. That show with A-Train. Yeah, he runs and turns that girl into blood. Yes, exactly. This is season two, the finale. So, yeah, and so spoilers. <laughs> Sorry, Wild and Sober. I don't know if you're into that show or not, but uh, spoiler alert. Uh, so they ended up killing Black Noir, and I think it's funny that uh, he died via nut allergy. <laughs> um, let me see. So, yeah, um... So now they are all back at they cut back to the see, I might be getting this out of order. I hope I'm not. But so here, yeah, I think the, I thought the nut allergy wasn't even this episode. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. I think Black Noir is already dead, right? Or yeah. it, it might be earlier. 
In any but case. this is where that's where Queen Maeve turned to what we would think is the good side at that point is when right. she helped them kill Black Noir, and that's why uh, Starlight felt necessary to go ask her for help, and then got called. Dude got called Twink. So yes, okay, thank you, thank you for straightening that out because that was a. Uh, is this show a dark comedy? I don't care about spoilers. Uh, it kind of is. There's some funny parts that are pretty dark, but. Um, yeah, I would say that it has some of that, but it's mostly a superhero show on how superheroes would be IRL if they actually existed, which would be basically gods amongst men and and what would keep them from even listening to mankind and or cor- humans. Corporate owned. They and corporate, corporate owned. owned. Yes, and corporate owned. There's that whole thing with the corporations that I love that they threw in there. So, uh, so they here's the girl fight. This is sort of a take on the Avengers girls get it done sort of attitude that we saw in the last Avengers movie. And there's some references to Avengers on this. Uh, let's see, I mean, a realistic show, unlike Flash. Yeah, uh, yeah, it pretty much. Yeah, because it's 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 pretty. Yeah, or Supergirl, or or Green Lantern, or whatever the ones that are all on that CW channel. Is that what it is? CW. I can't remember. CW exists anymore? Jeez. I'm just, I don't know. Okay, guys. So, uh, so then uh, Queen Maeve ends up, you know, showing up and girls get it done and, and they, they end up kicking the shit out of, of Stormfront, which you can see here. And uh, even Frenchie makes a reference to, oh, I guess girls do get it done. Uh, so, definitely an homage and a shout out to the Avengers there. Uh, Becca, so then we are, what, now we're in the woods, right? And this is... Well, Stormfront dips. Right. They're beating the crap out of her and she's out. Because Butcher and the, and Ryan and Butcher's wife have all fled. They were like, all right, get the hell out of here. We'll take care of Stormfront. You guys get the hell out of here. And they take off, like, running in the woods or something is what it appears. Yeah. Right. Right, right. And then, so... She bounces, but then she she sort of goes to get Ryan, right? Because that's sort of the idea. And Becca ends up... Becca is Butcher's wife. And she ends up stabbing her in the eye, which is parallels the, the comic. But in the comic, uh, Stormfront is a dude. And he does end up losing an eye, but it's not because of Becca. But there's a little bit of a parallel there. That thirst urge to do something bad with your powers. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, so that's a little fun thing there. Uh, Becca takes out the eye, and Stormfront has Becca pinned to a tree, and she's and she says that really creepy thing where she says, I like to see the light drain out or something, right? Like, she says some mm-hmm. real creepy shit. Uh, which she has, again, I like that you pointed out that and she has a lot of those moments where she just like gets real creepy. There's just like there's just like mm. real evil lying in those eyes of hers. Very uncomfortable. Like I think that's the point is to make you feel very uncomfortable when she speaks and touts her rhetoric and basically just pure evil. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Pure, pure evil. Uh, Nazis are evil. Nazis are evil. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so Becca is trying to say. Okay. So. So here's a little side note because here Ryan is starting to get mad. He's starting to be because Ryan's there and, and he's watching his his mom get you know choked out, and Ryan starts to he gets his laser shit going on, but he doesn't really have control over it. 
And here's a fun little thing is that that they even mention is that there is over 30% of collateral damage that happens with soups because they don't have their powers down all the way. And people make accidents. You know, soups make accidents just like people. And so there's a lot of, there's like over 30% of, of uh, collateral damage in the interactions out there. And that doesn't get reported on, obviously, because that would be bad press. So uh, that, that, that's a fun little number that sort of came out uh, of this of the show. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Ryan goes ahead and blasts uh, and, and ends up blasting his mom and she ends up dying. And then she makes Butcher promise to, to protect Ryan. And uh, what this was a, like a really good scene, too, because after she dies, like, you remember how she picks up, he picks up the crowbar? Like, he, yeah, he picks it up and he's looking at Ryan like. I'm gonna fucking bash this kid's brain in. And what what was interesting about uh, the kind of a parallel, uh, because in this book, in the book, his wife does get raped by I think Homelander, and mm-hmm. and he does impregnate her on the spot. And what ends up happening is that the I think she ends up dying from the rape, and then she, uh, uh, then the baby grows at an accelerate accelerated pace. And the baby comes out with superpowers and all this, and Butcher does kill it when it comes out because he's just like, oh, fuck that. no shit. So that's in the that's in the comic book. That's just a little fun tidbit. Uh, so Ryan's not really a character line in the comic book. No, at all. no, I don't think so. I don't think that char- Ryan is is something that exists or someone that exists in the book. Uh, hmm. Uh, let me see. Butcher sacrifice. Team leaving the phone. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He, which butcher? Which was butcher? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm reading old stuff. Uh, so he he looks like he's gonna kill Ryan, and then Homelander shows up, and uh, I love this scene where he kind of floats down. I know this is blurry, but it sort of he floats down, and he sort of it, and it comes into focus as he comes down. And he has blood all over his face from killing all the people in the cabin. And he's coming down to Stormfront because Stormfront ends up getting pretty much pieced out and gets the whole Anakin Skywalker treatment. And here you can see her burnt up charred body uh, sort of. And she starts starts doing the whole like uh, she's talking in, in German, you know, and she's just sort of out of it and just, well, she's very... Who was that? That was that was Stormfront. Who got stabbed? Uh, Stormfront got stabbed in the eye too. So Stormfront was stabbed in the eye by Becca. Ryan kills Becca on accident while trying to save his mom, and who he shoot, who he ends up shooting down uh, uh, Stormfront, but killing his mom on accident. So it kind of a bum, kind of a bum situation there. So uh, you know. Uh, Homelander is not happy, but he looks real happy here. But I love this because it's totally the 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 American Psycho in him. You know, like have you ever seen American Psycho, Jason? Oh yeah, oh of course. God, dude, Christian Bale. Christian Bale is so good at, it. and and there's so many. I love this. He just starts laughing, just just being insane. He's, you just see his descent into madness, sort of start and and so he he. He, I'm, he talks to Ryan. He's like, Ryan, did you did you do this to Stormfront? And he's like, let's go. He's trying to take Ryan out and uh, take him with him. And and, and Ryan's scared because he just laughed like an insane person. He's covered in blood. 
and and now he wants him to go with him. So <laughs> he chooses Butcher, and Butcher's like, "Hey, well, I mean, that's his mom's husband. His right. mom told him this is my this is my right. husband." Yeah, for sure. Yeah, one hell of an actor for sure. Wild. Yeah, so he chooses he chooses Butcher, and so Homelander's like, "All right, fine, I'll just, just cut you down too." And then out of the woodwork, literally, um, Maeve shows up with the footage from the first season where they allowed a plane to crash so they could have a narrative that there was terrorists, that they super terrorists, right? Wasn't that the case? They let that plane crash. And Maeve and Homelander went on the plane. And on the plane, there were people like, please save us, please save us. And, and he was like, basically, we can only save one or two of them. We're right. not, we're not going to even try. Right. And she was like, we could, we could save somebody. But he's like, no, right. fuck that. Maeve, Maeve, in this moment of like real, you know, real compassion was like, well, we can do something. And Homelander was like, fuck it. And, and, and he was very callous about it. And it all was on tape and somehow is recovered and oh man uh damn the boys was originally dc yeah they were and it's really it's really um it's really interesting that dc went because uh i mean dc for the longest time was just like superman batman and and then they sort of started getting into these darker ones especially when you're talking about like the 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 dark knight uh, who did who drew the robert robert um i was gonna say robert robert kirkman that's so wrong but like you start seeing DC start getting into a darker phase, and I think the boys kind of came out of that darker phase. I could be completely wrong, everybody. My comic book game is weak. Uh, okay, so uh, let's see here. So she threatens Homelander, Homelander, which is very interesting too because she threatens Homelander with the idea that if he does kill and keep bothering Maeve, because she's like, you're gonna leave me and my wife or me and my girl alone gotta leave these guys the boys alone you gotta leave everybody alone and just continue with business as usual or else i'm going to release this footage and what's interesting is that even through all the maniacal craziness of homelander he he's still the idea of people not loving him and cheering his name he can't handle that he can't handle that so um it works. It just shows he's he's coming from a place of pure ego and right you know they brought him up to he wants that attention. He wants, you know, to be loved by everybody and be that figure in everybody's life. Even though he is a fucking piece of shit, sociopath, murderer, he's what he wants the most in his biggest Achilles heel is his need of that attention and love from everybody. Yeah. And so we kind of mentioned it earlier. Yeah, Batman gets pretty dark. Uh the what we mentioned kind of earlier was that uh that Homelander, you know, had this moment with Ryan in the cabin where they're talking and they're, they're, uh, you know, they show the softer side of Homelander and Homelander is, uh, you know, like you see this soft side of him and he, you know, I'll always be there for you. But then at the end of it, he's just like, well, I'd rather have people loving me in mass than have a relationship with my son and, you know, like he he just gave it all up. He's like, "Fuck it, I'll revenge, fuck revenge, fuck it all." And, and then so they kind of cut to this press conference where I love this scene. You know how he's just talking, and it's just that same old rhetoric. We are here, and we're gonna save you, and we'll be super. And 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 it's sort of 
they they sort of uh, they sort of zoom in on his eyes, and I just love this actor so much because he so, he caught that like, have you ever like looked at a pit bull's eyes and just saw yeah. that like dead like I would just bite your neck and not even care sort of looking you know that 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 even this picture you're showing of his face like the way yes. his face is like tensed mm. but like keeping the fakeness as well you right. can tell he's just like speaking through his teeth he's just doing this to keep his spot it was very very good job acting yeah and and, and just the 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 cinnamon cinematography was great and i uh I, it was great yeah i mean it's just the audio the the way that they did the whole thing was great just showing him sort of slipping off of the edge of of of, of sanity and then so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, happy ending for all. Um, Starlight gets to go back to being in the seven, I guess. And then and, and, uh, Mother's Milk gets reunited with his family. Frenchie and Kamiko, they, 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 they bang, I guess, and they dance. And, um, mm. and then Ryan and Butcher, they have this little moment where they are um, – where they're, they're sitting in front of this little pond in, in the park in D.C. and – waiting for the CIA to come and get Ryan and, and he gives him this uh, necklace that his mother gave him. And then um, they gave that Ryan's mother gave butcher a long time ago to, to protect butcher. He gave that to Ryan and then he gives over Ryan to the CIA. And then uh, in that moment, they said that they're starting a new unit in the CIA. Uh, they're going to be doing, what was it? Uh, what's it called? It was called. Oh yeah, it was called the Office of Superhero Affairs to regulate supers, and that she wanted Butcher to be on the that team. And so we sort of see the setup for season three come in, and that the boys are probably going to go official. Everybody got their lives back in one way or another, and so it was sort of a tidy little ending for the storyline. I mean, not really an ending, but you know, sort of a setup for next season. Which was At least great. they tied off the season, though, which is always mm-hmm. great when they tie off a season and set up <sighs> the next season, as opposed to just like not setting anything up for the next season. Uh, this is a, a, a good feeling of completion. Like this mission was done, but there's, uh, as we'll discuss a little bit more, some bigger issues that may be coming up. Yes, much bigger issues. Uh, I'm confused because he can be all. Uh, wait, hold on. Batman is pretty dark as well. Is Batman a vigilante, anti-hero, or a villain? I'm confused because he can be all. Venom is both anti-hero and villain. Joker is a villain. Whom I sympathize with. You know, I don't know. I mean, I always like that idea that uh, one country's freedom fighters, another country's terrorists. You know, I always like that idea that there's two sides to it. So I guess they leave that up to you. Uh, but I would like to think that Batman is for more good than 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 bad. But again, well, he he's got the best superpower. He like he's got a superpower I'd like to have money, money <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Give me some money. All right, and so uh, here's the iconic scene. I didn't want to put too much in there. I couldn't. I can't for TOS reasons. We're just gonna show Homelander's face. This beautiful scene at the towards the end of the episode where Homelander is on the Empire State Building and he is masturbating and Tim saying, I could do anything I want. I could do very vigorously. Yes, a very vigorous jerk uh, on the Empire State Building. His eyes are lighting up. His eyes are lighting up. Yeah, that's right. 
I got some questions about the like super skeet that might have happened <laughs> off the Empire State Building. Like, right. you know, I mean, <laughs> what kind of what kind of thrust is this pushing out? I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Should it people be worried so- underneath him? Right. I mean, this is going to be moving with some velocity, I'd think. And at that height, you know, I just think that there'd be some serious physics at work in this instance. Yeah, I, I would think so, too. I would think so, too. That, that It's pretty intense. It, it, it just, Archer, doing his eyes are lighting. I just, I can only imagine that it's just this big sploosh of, 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 of furious jism that, that fucking just coats a good two or three blocks of, of Manhattan. Maybe takes a maybe it takes a building out. We don't even. Yeah, know. exactly. It might be. It might be another nine eleven. I mean, that's why I don't believe the storyline that he impregnated Butcher's wife because it would just, you yeah. know. Well, in the comic book, uh, the the rape actually I think kills her. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's see that makes sense. That mm-hmm. makes sense. See, I'm not familiar with the comic book. I just right. uh, well, that's where I just use my mom's Amazon Prime account and I'm able to watch it. Well, that's where because I'm a grown up. <laughs> well, that's where Zach was was supposed to come in because Zach has actually read the books, and uh, Zach did send a message that he wanted to pass along, and we'll do that right at the end. And we do have to wrap up soon here, so we're gonna kind of yep. speed through here and get to the end. And so here we go. We got. We got uh, here's Alistair with his fucking fresca, and he gets off the phone with uh, uh, what is her name again? Victoria Newman, who in the book, in the comic book, is a man. His name is Victor Newman. He's kind of a doofus uh, who ends up uh, who is the vice president, who ends up being the vice, who ends up being the president because of a Vought coup. And he's just sort of this bumbling idiot that goes along with everything, and he's sort of the inside man for Vought which I think is sort of what they're sort of doing with Victoria Newman because he's talking to Victoria Newman and it was like, and he gets his tax exempt status for the church of the, what the hell is it called? The church of the what? Scientology. Oh, collective. Yeah. Church of the collective. He gets that, 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 uh, tax free exempt, uh, because they're, they would be actually considered a religion. And in that same sentiment, his head pops, which there's been a, a mystery a head popper throughout this whole season. Uh, great scene at the, when there was that big hearing where, where Congress people's heads were popping. And it's like, so there's this head popper that everyone's really confused about, which I guess I should have brought up earlier um, because uh, everyone's, they kind of make it look like maybe Stormfront might have been doing it. But she sort of reveals in this episode that she is not the head popper. Um, so, and then it turns out the big reveal is that the, the Congresswoman Newman is the head popper. And as she's giving him his exempt, his tax exempt status for his religion, she pops his head and, and, and just moves on with her day. Uh, Huey ends up joining the, uh, Victoria Newman on the, the, the actual, that team that, that was put together, the... The, the keep to, to monitor the, the, the soups. And uh, he, he has no idea that he's working for the head popper. And then, of course, this final scene that I loved was her shutting the door, sort of echoing the, I think it's the end of Godfather 1, where they're sort of shutting the door on Michael Corleone. And, and there's the inner circle where they're about to, like, you know, he's the new Don. And so here yeah. she's shutting the door. I just love that. I just love that. Uh, what is it? I gotta watch it. Gonna watch it tomorrow on a speed run and the day after. Oh, it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. Like, yeah. 
I I watched it as it came out this week. I I ripped that first season when I discovered it, mm. and then I watched every episode. I think they came out on what Friday nights. Yeah, I oh, watched yeah. them. I watched. Oh, so I you were doing them. the weekly thing? I yeah. I mean, I was into it. Listen, Mike, I was laid up. What else was I doing? <laughs> what else was I doing? What else was I doing? Okay, guys. Uh, well, that is our thing. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I know that this was a very long episode, but Jason, thank you so much. I know that uh, it, it's been a long one for you, and, and, and the fact that you were able to do it, I'm very happy because I know at some point in the summer, you were pretty bummed about your whole situation, so I'm glad that to see you smiling and making jokes again, and you're sitting upright. I'm feeling good. Feeling I'm feeling good. good, man. I'm glad, man. I'm so glad, and um, I'll talk to you soon, bud. Later, Mike. All right. Peace, brother.